Hey guys, we've got Monica Guajardo today, and this this episode is pretty near and dear to me because she studied abroad actually at the same school and in the same location that uh, that I did in Buenos Aires, and I'm going to let her tell you more about it, but she also works for the above program Seoul, and she's going to tell you about that too. Basically, if you're thinking about learning Spanish and not kind of tiptoeing around the area but really want to drill it down, Seoul is probably the best way to go. Uh, but it's also a lot of fun too. So I'm going to turn it over to Monica and thanks for listening. All right. The three biggest reasons only 10% of students study abroad. They're afraid of being homesick. They don't think it's safe. And the number one reason people don't study abroad is cost. We're here to dispel all that. Find out exactly how that 10% crafted their study abroad journey and how you can too. I'm Chris Carlton and this is the study Abroadcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Study Abroadcast. I am here with Monica Guajardo from a company called Seoul, which helps with Spanish language immersion in the form of studying abroad. But she also did the entire program herself, so she's going to tell you a little bit about her story, a little bit what Seoul does, and we're going to get into it. So. Monica, thank you very much for being here. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great, and we're just uh, getting ready for our summer program. So very oh. excited time for studying abroad. Okay. And you did Seoul yourself, is that right? Correct. I went to our Argentina program, which is in Buenos Aires, the capital. Okay. And uh, tell me tell me about that. What, uh, what semester did you go f- when you did that? So I actually went the summer after my junior year, and um, I would have actually gone earlier if I had thought about it prior to, but um, by the time that I wanted to go abroad, there were only so many courses that I could take off campus, so I did have to do a summer program, but I was abroad for nine weeks and took uh, three courses during my time, so definitely still a good uh, chunk of my summer was spent abroad. Right. And then how how did you, so of all the options available to you, how did you go about pick, finding Seoul and then deciding to pick Seoul? Like what, what so, made them stand out? I definitely was um, a college student who was concerned about finances. So that was my number one question to my study abroad advisor at my university. And um, I was definitely interested in going to a Spanish-speaking country since I was a Spanish minor. Um, So she was actually the one that recommended Seoul to me. And I had originally wanted to go to our Mexico program. But at the time, there was a travel ban and my university didn't allow me to go. So um, Seoul only has four programs available and Argentina seemed the most um, exotic to me and I really wanted to kind of step out of my comfort zone so I ended up choosing them because of the price and then definitely because of the Spanish immersion aspects. Right, great and uh, so so tell me about when you when you got there what was your what was your living situation like what uh well wait first of all before we get into that did you were you able to apply for any scholarships or grants while you were there? Yes, I actually was able to receive both. Um, So I was very lucky in that I really only went abroad on scholarships and grants, um, I think a loan or two, but um, my university did end up helping me out a bit, which was um, really amazing. And just my advisor, academic and study abroad advisor, had let me know about a lot of different scholarships at my university. So that was um, really helpful. Good. Yeah, perfect. And then, and then, yeah, so, and then your living situation again, what, what was that like? 
when you were down there, did you live with a host family or were you in an apartment or how did that work? So I was with a host family. Um, Seoul is a homestay program primarily. So I lived with a single mom and her son and um, we lived in an apartment. It was about on the fifth floor of the universe or sorry, in um, Buenos Aires um, in Recoleta, which is one of the neighborhoods. Um, but yeah, I took the bus to school every day. There was a subway system, but I personally preferred using the bus just because I got to kind of learn the city a little bit more and be able to look out the windows and kind of get my bearings. Um, so I took public transportation to school every day. Um, and I really enjoyed being in the in the big city. I'm originally from Dallas, Texas and live in Austin, Texas now and hadn't really been to a big metropolitan city like that before. So it was a really cool urban way of living. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I remember it too. And just a side note, guys. So we both studied abroad in Buenos Aires and actually we were both at the at the same host school. So it's it's kind of a it's a fun interview for us to do. <laughs> And uh, so once once you got there, you said, can you, I don't know if you said this before, but how many credits did you take or how many classes? And was it all Spanish classes that you were taking? So I did two back-to-back -back sessions with Seoul. The first one, I took a intermediate Spanish class. And then during the second session, I took two electives, one of which was a Latin American art class, and the other one was a um, Latin American civilization and culture class. Um, and both of them were amazing. I really enjoyed my professors. Um, and for our art class, it, it was held twice a week and during the second course of that week we got to go visit a new museum in the city every day so it was a really wonderful way to get to view latin american culture and actually be there learning about it from someone who grew up in argentina their whole lives so it was um definitely a really cool classroom experience for sure yeah no definitely that's a that's not a bad way to spend your afternoons yeah. in, in the class just going to museums that's that's terrific Mm -hmm. And uh, so when you were there, were you able to travel anywhere else throughout Argentina or South America? Yes. So at the University of Belgrano, where I went to school and you did too, um, there was a travel agency that um, students could use. So a friend and I went to them and they helped us coordinate a trip to Mendoza. Um, so they helped us book transportation or hostel um we went to some vineyard tours, went up in the Andes Mountains. Um, so it was really cool to get to go off on a weekend um, and explore another part of a really vast country. Um, so, yeah, we were able to spend a, a weekend um, outside of Buenos Aires. Okay. All right. And then, so what, um, tell me about then Seoul a little bit more. So there are, it's Spanish language immersion. And what countries do they offer study abroad in then? So Seoul is only in four countries. We are in Argentina, Costa Rica, Mexico, and Spain. And uh, we have programs that go throughout the entire year, so summer, semester, and winter break. Um, and another reason that kind of drew me to Seoul as a student and then again as an employee is just the quality over quantity of places. Since we're only in four countries, we know them like the back of, the, of our hand and are really able to um, kind of let the student feel like they are a big part of the program no matter where um, they're going with Seoul or what session they're going. Everyone kind of is able to have really 
great one-on-one -on -one time with the directors and the universities and communications really streamlined, which I found helpful, again, as a student and then, uh, again, as an employee. Yeah, no, 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 you mentioned, you mentioned winter. That's, that's something that I've written about and a few people have talked about in the interviews is that is an option is to go study abroad during your winter break that not a lot of people know about. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a it's a viable way to do things if you're it's you know, you save and then also it's just quick and really good bang for your buck as far as the credits that you'll you'll receive. So especially if you are working during the semester or the summer or um I also mentioned it's a nice option for student athletes too who don't necessarily have a lot of time to take off during the year. Um but yeah, winter break is a really cool option and especially for programs in different hemispheres um in Argentina since it's in a different hemisphere than the United States, it's their summer, which is kind of a cool um break. Yeah. And um what uh what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so what what would you say Seoul as far as not just the languages but what do you guys do different than other programs then that helps students to learn Spanish more like quicker more proficiently than than other programs you say would so I think every aspect of our program is really designed to immerse the student culturally. So not only by staying with the homestay, but also with all of our cultural activities and excursions. Um, of course, we do hit some of the touristy highlights, but every excursion is definitely picked to highlight um, a certain aspect of the culture that you're in, whether that be a dance class or a cooking class or going to see some ancient ruins. Um, and all of our directors are locals that are from the country that our students are going to. So they know the area like the back of their hand. They're really passionate about sharing their experiences with our students. And I was really able to see that firsthand um, just from talking to everyone at headquarters to being actually on site with the directors um, and to the host families and to the, the teachers as well. It's apparent that everyone really cares. And I think sometimes, um, other companies since they do have a lot of different countries to juggle um, and some people might not offer the homestay experience it's easy to get lost in the shuffle um, whereas with Seoul you really feel a part of the community immediately uh, yeah and uh, yeah no you could yeah that's uh you couldn't have said it I couldn't have said it better myself as far as just what I've read on your site so it's, it's you really go above and beyond to make sure the student is immersed in learning the Spanish language. Mm -hmm. um, just uh, maybe jumping a little bit more into Buenos Aires now, is there any food you miss specifically more there that you, that you didn't get back here? Oh my gosh, I would definitely say empanadas for sure. They were such a great on-the-go food, um, and they have a lot of savory empanadas abroad, or at least in Argentina. Um, I know in the States there's some more like sweet empanadas, but um, the ones abroad were definitely really delicious, um, as well as dulce de leche. It's kind of a um, caramely like substance they just kind of put on any and every dessert. Um, those were definitely two of my things that I haven't really been able to find here in the States. Yeah. Okay. And then, so as far as just finding Seoul for a student, what, like, can you just, do you just go in and talk to your advisor and say, tell me about Seoul or like, are there, cause there, I mean, I, I have pictures of this on my blog of just, you walk around any campus and there's just like 
limitless leaflets and flyers that are that are posted do this here and do this with us and you'll get this amount of grant you you can do anything so how does do you just ask your study abroad advisor about solar what's the best way to do it do you just call them or contact them or what would you how would you get started so typically a student is going to not only have to apply with Seoul, but also with their university. So I would recommend a student talking to their study abroad advisor, mentioning Seoul and seeing how um, our program works with their university. Every university is different. And since we are a third party provider, um, students need to make sure that they understand the process at their school. Um, and most study abroad offices prefer that the student um, reaches out to the university first. But then yes, the next step would be reaching out to Seoul either through the contact us button on our website if you're just looking for more information. Or if you're ready to apply, there's a very simple online application, um, which it, someone from our office would reach out within a, a business day to confirm everything and then get you the next steps. Okay. All right. Perfect. And then, um, so I, I guess my next question is after you got back from, from Buenos Aires, how, how did it change you or how did it change the trajectory of your career? You, did you know Spanish prior to going to Buenos Aires or how was your Spanish language? Just how did it help you upon your return? So I had been taking Spanish classes literally since kindergarten, and I'm uh, half Mexican as well. But uh, I honestly didn't really feel like I had a good grasp on the Spanish language before I went abroad. Um, I could, you know, write Spanish papers in my classes and um, definitely do Spanish on paper, but I wasn't great in conversation. And this trip really elevated my comprehension and my speaking skills. Um, even to this day, I went abroad three years ago, but I definitely feel like those skills stayed with me today and really just helped me lose the fear of being wrong. Um, you can't really learn if you are just taking five minutes to do the conjugation in your head um, before you speak to someone. So it just kind of helped me overcome that fear of um, saying something correctly and then just speaking with a local fluidly, um, just saying kind of whatever I could to help them understand what I meant. Um, so I would just say I gained a lot of confidence, not only in the Spanish language, but also as a person. I didn't know anyone in my um, study abroad group before going abroad. So it just kind of helped me branch out and meet friends and just kind of um, take charge and occupy my free time um, with cool things that I found around the city. Um, but I did finish up my Spanish minor abroad. So that um, did allow me to graduate a semester early, which I wouldn't have been able to do without Seoul. Um, so I was kind of able to uh, get a head start into um, the real world <laughs> after Seoul. But yeah, it helped me in multiple aspects. Yeah, no, I yeah, I'd I'd say I mean, you see, you're just you're not talking about Seoul. You're just talking about studying abroad in general, and but Seoul specifically, I guess too. And yeah, just from what I've read, it, it if you're gonna learn Spanish, it's it's definitely a viable option to do. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's, uh, is there anything else you want to add? Um, I would just say that if a student happens to be on the fence about anything, that studying abroad in college really is the perfect time to do so. Um, even though I work for a study abroad company, they can't really send me to Costa Rica every other semester. So um, something that I hear often from not only my friends, but also other students is, oh, I don't have the time and I don't have the money. Well, as I mentioned before, there's 
winter break programs, summer programs, some as short as two weeks. So um, you're never going to have the time like you do now, and you're never really going to have the resources again, just because there's so many scholarships and grants um, that a lot of students don't know about. And oftentimes I hear modern language departments and uh, study abroad offices saying that scholarships go unused simply because students don't ask. So I would really encourage that if studying abroad is at all on your horizon that you ask and figure out what options are available. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much for this uh, blog interjected interview. Monica, um, we will, we're going to put some links. You've already, already got your graphic in the post, but guys, check out Seoul Study Abroad. It's really a great option. If Again, I, I hate to sound like a broken record, but if you're trying to learn Spanish, this is probably the way to do it. So Monica, thank you very much. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Yeah, so hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to check out all the really neat infographics on the rest of the posts as well as the interviews. There's a lot of good information. You should also download Studying Abroad 201. I really recommend it if you need kind of a fire lit under your ass for studying abroad and you need some motivation. It crafts my journey and exactly what I did. Also, you, we can email you new interviews or you can connect with us on social media. All right, thanks a lot.